Hey, MB gang, it's London, and we are back with another episode. This episode is going to be super bomb because we are going to be talking about pricing. And I know it's pretty easy when it comes to, say, for example, just throwing out a number and pricing something and not knowing the background behind that pricing strategy. So we're going to go all the way in and talk about the different um product costing and pricing that we are, you know, need to know for our business, basically. <laughs> so. Knowing the full cost of creating each product that a business sells is vital because it helps the company price its products appropriately and assess the performance of the business. So, you don't want to just get some flip-flops if you're just say for example, you know everybody have those like little furry flip-flops. I love them. I got a pair myself. <laughs> but you get a pair of the flip-flops and you get them and you're just like, "Oh, I'm going to charge people $10 for them." And it's like, "Where did you come up with that price? Did the price just pop out of your head? Did you dive deeper into it to make that cost or you know, was somebody influencing you to make it that price? Is that only thing your audience can afford? You always want to make sure you do background work on creating your prices and knowing your work. And what I mean by this is that people are going to shop with you regardless, but those people have to be your target market or your audience because you have some audiences that will spend $1,500 on a purse. Then you have some people who will never spend over $100 on a purse. Then you have some people who only spend under 1000 You have some people only never spend anything on a purse, just don't like purses at all. So you have different ranges in different target markets and you want to do that additional research to figure out who is my target market you know what do they bring in uh, monthly such as revenue uh, where do they live at what type of cars do they drive you want to get further deep into target market and then further into target segmentation but that's going to be a whole another episode in itself because target segmentation is super super important and a lot of people don't use it when they're pricing their products. You can't just create these random prices and then you're only, you know, breaking even or not even getting any of your money back. You're just constantly putting out items and basically, like like I said, you're not seeing that revenue. So we go, are going to talk about um, some more about the cost and product pricing and a little bit about the product psychology, pricing psychology um, as well. So first and foremost, product costing. What product costing is, um, product costing is pretty much how you're going to um, sell that service. And what I mean by sell that service is, hey, I'm going to present to you a contract costing. And the contract costing is pretty much used for like one large job, often the result of a tender process and carried out at the client site. For example, a construction company building homes in a new residential development. Um, that'll be contract costing. Um, also service costing. So used when the product being sold is a standard service offered to customers. So that service is basically, say for example, a salon. It could be a nail salon. It can be... Um, a place where you just go and get your pet groomed at, the groomers. So they will have the additional services such as you can get shampoo. You know, you're not you. <laughs> you're not a pet. <laughs> but you can get, 
your pet shampoo and condition and then for extra $15, they can get this and get that. Those are service costing. And then you have process costing, um, which is used for ongoing job that often involves several manufacturing processes, making it difficult to isolate individual unit costs. So an example for this would be, you know, like warehouse type stuff like diesel, oil, um, just anything revolving around oil. I can't think of too many process costing. <laughs> and then you have batch costing. And batch costing is pretty much if I were to go and buy a TV and they had 50 more TVs in stock, all the same by the same electric company, and they're going to all charge the same price because that's all considered in a a batch. So it's not like a service, like I'm going to go get a service on a TV. That'll be considered going back to that service costing. And then you have the job costing. So job costing is what a lot of us do as well. So if I have a customized coaching program or I have anything customized, such as business cards, you want a t-shirt made, um, this will be the job costing. So even though in service costing, you have a nail salon that charges certain things, if it is customized for a certain client, things can get a little, you know, more expensive if whatever is on that service list is not being provided. And then there's some other ones such as absorption costing, um, differential costing, incremental costing, um, throughput costing and cost plus pricing, which are a whole bunch of other ones that are very important. But just for example, the cost plus pricing product price is based on the direct and indirect cost plus markup percentage. So you have to get, you have to really dive deep. You have to go deeper into exactly how you want to price your products or the cost of how things are going to, you know, play itself out. And then you also have to consider, once again, your target market and how you're going to sell this to your target market. So say, for example, if you do want to go ahead and say if you own an apartment community and you want to charge um, $1,500 for a two-bedroom, where did you come up with that price? Are you factoring in utilities into that price too? Or is it just for the amenities inside of the apartment is just for like the hardwood floors, um, the stainless steel appliances, which are all amenities. Is it for the washer and dryer that's in the unit? Is it for the square footage you want to always keep a track of calculations of exactly what you're charging for? Even if you were to sell a body scrub, you need to charge for the packaging. You need to charge for shipping. You need to consider the labor. You need to consider your labels. You need to consider the products that you're putting in. You want to consider so many things when it comes to creating the price. And then that's when you're going to figure out exactly how much does it cost for me to make this product. If it's costing you $5 to make a product, nine times out of 10, you want to always add two to three times that um, rate that you actually, the product cost of how much it costs to, okay, hold on you all. <laughs> so if a product costs $5 and you always want to upcharge it two to three times, now three times that is cool. I just feel like, boom, it's $15. If that's the profit you want to make off of it, that extra $10, cool. And then you have some luxury lines where they charge you five to six times that amount that it costs to create an actual product. So it's pretty much what avenue do you want to be in? Do you want to be considered as a standard household? 
um, item that's not considered luxury? Do you want to be considered luxury? Do you want to be considered like overboard? Because you have even hotels, you have hotels you can get for $49 a night. Then you also have hotels where it is $5,000 a night. You pretty much have to determine which area you want to be in. And please don't say that people will not pay for this stuff. People will pay for it. You just have to find the right people that's going to pay for it. Just like, for example, when I introduced my new coaching program on May 1st, of 2020, just in case you listen to this episode down the line somewhere. But my whole thing with that is my coaching sessions are going to start at $347 monthly for my three-month program. I'm charging that because I know my target market is willing to pay for that. And then on top of that, my target market is willing to pay $600 just to get their hair done. $500 just to get their hair done. $400 just to get some bundles. So you really have to consider people pay for what they want to pay for. And that's just period on period on period. (laughs) Um, And also I wanted to dabble into a little bit about um, pricing psychology. So I know some people just create random pricing and they'll create a whole number like, oh, this is $11 or this is $12. What made you come up with that price? And the reason why I say that, because you always want to factor in odd numbers into your pricing strategy. And because pricing psychology is huge, 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 huge. Why do you think every time you go to Walmart, you're seeing like $3.99 or you go somewhere and it's like, oh, well, $19.99 or for $99 because people always like to round up. And so if you round down, it's okay to take a loss on like those two or three dollars, but you're going to get more sales because the psychology in the mind is always going to be appealed to those odd numbers and that lesser number, which makes it seem as though it's more affordable and you're not doing that whole number instead of saying, hey, I can offer you this program at $100. $100 seems a little high mentally, but if you say, oh, $99, all I think people are saying is pretty much that dollar off from a hundred. It's crazy, but it's real. And you really have to start get diving deep into pricing psychology. And if you want some additional training on pricing psychology, you can book a, co- a coaching session with me as well. And I can go over further with you. And if you're interested in getting an actual ebook about pricing psychology or a webinar, let me know because I know everybody you know, may not be able to afford the coaching session at this time. Um, But guess what? In the future, I may have payment plans for you. It all depends. (laughs) That's another topic. But if I can provide something even more affordable for you so you can still gain that knowledge, I'm all for it. So I just want to make sure you all are focused on the correct thing when it comes to pricing your product. Um, This is just a short episode giving you a little insight about costing and pricing, uh, which are two real things that we as business owners need to know more about. You do not want to be taking any losses when it comes to business. Business, you're going to take losses, but I'm saying When it comes to creating a service or product, you do not want to be constantly taking losses on that. What's the point of selling 100 candles 
if you're only going to break even. What's the point of selling the 100 candles if you've already lost $80 because you haven't made a profit off of it? You always want to make sure you're ahead of the game and you're ahead of your bank account. What I mean by ahead of your bank account, you want to make sure you always looking out for your bank account. Like, you know, this money is going to hit and you know that you're going to provide an amazing product for your customers. So on that note, you all, if once again, if you're more interested in learning more about the pricing strategies and pricing psychology, you can always uh, reach out to me or go to www.thefabulousfactory.com and book a one-on-one session with me. I do have some that are available right now. My actual coaching program, once again, starts on May 1st, 2020, May 1st, 2020. And I look forward to talking to you all. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on Mimosas in Business. You all have been fabulous. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, and all applicable platforms. If you found value in our show today, go ahead and give us a five-star review. Join us next week, Thursday at 12 p.m. for Mimosas in Business.